memories from many years ago when I was inexperienced and exploring pegging. I'd read Violet Blue's book, The Adventurous Couple's Guide to Strap-On Sex. I was pretty new at everything, new enough to buy my first harness and dildo. Previous partners had had the equipment, but this was my first turn at owning my own. I knew the basics, but I didn't know what I was doing, really. Because as I keep saying, the learning curve is steep for women who strap on a cock for the first time. I went on Adult Friend Finder, where I indeed found myself an adult friend. He was a man who was very sexual and decided he wanted to explore pegging. You know, the new frontier, the unexplored part of his sexuality. We had dinner. I checked in with him and asked, How is this feeling for you? Because I'm attracted to you and I'm interested. This is the way I think all first dates should go. Just be honest and open, and if it's not mutual, you can be done with it and move on instead of pretending with an I'll call you. Thankfully, he felt the same way. We moved to the bar where we continued to talk. Several hours later, he walked me to my car. He was somewhat undecided about whether he was up for the whole pegging adventure. I think he was more sure about wanting to explore the new territory of pegging, but had yet to feel like he could trust me with the level of vulnerability pegging would require of him. He was interested, but not sure. Then we kissed. It was a flat-out ten. Exquisite. We came up for air, and he said, Anyone who kisses like that, I want to be intimate with. Yes. Did I mention he was a fireman? Yeah, totally. I mentally picked up a pen and prepared to check the box of my fireman fantasy off my sexual want-to list. The next time we met, it was in a hotel room with crisp white sheets. His body was gorgeous. The curves of his ass and his biceps and his thighs and his shoulders all made it difficult to take my hands off of him, so I didn't. I played with his ass and teased it and invited it to play with me. And play we did. I fucked him for the first time, slow and sweet. I could tell the sensations were a little overwhelming for him in the best way possible. Finally, he took his cock in his hand and came as I thrust into him from behind. The strength of his orgasm took him by surprise. Who was ever prepared for an orgasm ten times more powerful than anything you have ever experienced? People can tell you it's more intense, but not until you feel everything tighten up just before you come, which intensifies the feeling of that toy sliding in and out of your ass, and then the sensation of all that cum exploding out of your cock with more force than you've ever experienced, or perhaps taking you back to when you were 18. I've been told it will blow your mind. His first words as he fell forward on the bed were, I had no idea. We both laughed. He woke me up at around three in the morning after we'd been sleeping a couple of hours and asked me to fuck him again. And once more before he left in the morning, bringing me the harness. He couldn't get enough. His was one of the most beautiful asses I have ever fucked. The fireman fantasy got checked off too. This is a very real memory of mine, so the study is learning a little bit more about Ruby Ryder in her very, very early days of pegging. (laughs) Hearing how it is for someone who has always fantasized about pegging, but had never explored it, 
and how he actually wanted to get fucked three times that night. Yes, when you taste something new that is so exquisitely pleasurable, it's hard to get enough, especially when you know your time is limited, you're in a hotel room, you're only together for a certain amount of hours. Yes, this can be a study on how first times together can go. The one lesson I really want you to take away from this, though, is to be honest with those first dates. Once you get to a certain point and you've been together for a while and maybe three quarters of the meal is done, look over at your partner and say, so I want to check in with you. I want to see how you're feeling here because I'm attracted to you and I think the chemistry feels really good. So I would like to continue here and I'm interested in seeing you again. And you'll always at this point in time, guys, leave space for the person to say no. Make it comfortable for them to say no. So I would go on to say, but I totally would understand if you don't feel the same because, hey, it is what it is. So if you, you know, I'm just checking in because if you don't feel the same as I do, no harm, no foul. And we'll just have our the rest of our meal and we'll talk and go our separate ways. And it will just have been a lovely dinner with someone new. So what do you think? That is how I wish all first dates would go. Some version of that, as opposed to lying, flat out being dishonest and acting like, oh, yes, I'm interested, I'm interested, because you're too scared of telling the person that you're not interested in seeing them again. And here's another thing I think about this. It's really good to do this before the bill is paid. I know there's a bunch of you out there that think that the guy should always pay. I think that's a bunch of fucking bullshit. I always come prepared to pay for my own dinner. I insist on paying for my own dinner when I don't want to see the guy again, when I'm, you know, gently honest with him and say, you know, I'm sorry, it's just not there for me. I always pay for my own dinner because I think it's pretty shitty to wait until they pay for the dinner and then say, yeah, I don't want to see you again right? That timing sucks. So those are a few Ruby Rider lessons on dating. Tune in tomorrow for your next installment of Masturbation Month. <laughs>